did you see that Luca got ejected? I, ma'am, I saw that. But what did he do? What did well, Luca do? Right now, there's some arm shrugging and some talking. And now there's some screaming, some befuddlement, because he's like, did he rip off his jersey again? His jersey's on. He's so shocked. Bewildered. They didn't like show me what he did though. They just showed the reaction to being tossed. So did he deserve it? I don't know. He's lingering, not leaving. <laughs> Do you, I mean, do you like it? Are you into it? I'm not, not into it, I don't think. That Luca got ejected and then is thrown a little bit. Oh, just some excitement. We did have we're, excitement tonight. We're desperate for, for, some, for some emotion and that's not. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah. Emotion. Yeah. It's a whole different vibe out there. <laughs> what we're doing. It's a completely different world, y'all. That is. You are now listening to Babes in Ballland. Well, do you want to get the the turd out of the way? I saw a tweet that said, I just think it sums it up really well. And it was talking about the Suns game. But in reference to the Pacers game, it was uh, Oklahoma City Thunder Digest. That, that game, talking about the Suns game, was very refreshing after the homicide we experienced last night. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, have I ever seen anything quite that bad in my whole professional sport watching life? I, I don't know. Maybe like ask a Browns fan before they got Baker May, like what they were out here doing. I'm sure it wasn't a great time. Or maybe feel? this is like the first time it's affected me so closely. And that's why I'm like, well, obviously it's the worst of all time. I don't know. The worst time <laughs> every time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pacers at Oklahoma City Saturday night. I don't know if we should just lead with the final. I think it would set the tone. We should give it to them if they didn't know. 152.95. LOL. Like 152.95. I think I messaged you at halftime because you were working, right? Yes. I messaged you at halftime and I was like, girl, if you're at work, like, and you kind of didn't want to go back and check it out, I'd maybe recommend that. And then like a little bit into the third, I was like, you know, I just actually, I don't care to watch this anymore. And then you were still working. And then like, I was just out. I couldn't do it. I saw some highlights and read some things and I was like, how about a little load management for Pacers at OKC? How are we not going to get fined? I don't know. So Lou was out this game. They had him listed with hip stuff again. Poku was out. His is his knee, though. Um, here's where, like, things really, really went wrong for me. And I guess we should get into fashion after this. But Poku and Lou were out, but then they said they wanted to start Charlie Brown Jr., who we hadn't seen a whole lot of, which just felt like a very big tank move. I know like 
he's on the 10 day contract. We need to figure out like if there's something there, do we Can invite him back? Questions? Are we over with it? But uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Have we ever started Horde just to like check it out? I don't think so. We've Who given him significant minutes, but I don't know that he started. Who else is on a day-to-day -day that we just needed to start? Better it do it It was very now. pressing. It was very pressing. Mm -hmm. um, well, who was the 10-day before? Justin was Robinson? Robinson? There were some games he didn't even get into, much less into the starting lineup. So when I saw that, I was like, that's suspicious. And then like we were getting into the game more and Ty Jerome wasn't in the rotation. And I was like, that's suspicious. <laughs> like he was suited out just on the bench chilling. And we have seen routinely them go with a 10 man situation. So like, if you don't make it in the 10, you don't play, but wow, did we need some offensive help? in this one. The lineup was a lot different than it was 10 days ago or 10 days prior when we played the Pacers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had um, Sabonis back, which, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, when did he officially have a triple-double? Was it halftime? By halftime. So was. he he was out for six games. I'm so glad you brought this up. So I'm like, there's more to talk about, about ex Thunder player Sabonis. Cause we traded him to the Pacers in that Paul George deal. But yeah, he was out for six games. He had the triple double by halftime, 22, 11 and 11. And, uh, he joins the, he joins Jokic and Russ being the only players before half since the play-by-play -play era started to uh, log a triple-double by halftime. Well, and it was like Doug McDermott, Doug, oh. why'd you do that to us? Like him in the first, he had right out the points. gate. Yeah. And then after that was when Sabonis kind of got it going. And at half, Sabonis had 22 points and McDermott had 20. And pretty much the only thing I got excited about in the first half for us, Tony had some moments in the second for me where he was getting some dunks and a block. And he did have that one little whoopsie where he tripped at center court, but he was out here doing big things. Um, and I really liked the way that deck closed out the first. I don't think we've talked about Gabriel Deck yet. Um, I'll let you start. How do you feel? Yes, no, vibes off. No, I mean, it's it's yes. I'm in. Yeah. It's a yes, yeah. It's yes. He is very controlled. Mm -hmm. And maybe that'll change a little bit, but it, it just seems like I told you we were talking about it last night, more like Teo, just a very disciplined vibe. This is how, you know, like I can be a very easy sell, honestly. Um, it would have been, what game did he play in first? Uh, Thursday Pelicans. Pelicans game. Yeah. yeah was he looked great. His debut. Honestly, like he went out there and he just, playing defense one slide step and he was in front of the person he was guarding and I was like I could be sold already because like sometimes you don't even get that far with like some players on defense but yeah His the way first... he gets out in transition like the rebounding yeah hustle things his first bucket over Zion just a little pop over his big like he's huge Zion is huge well yeah that was the next thing then we did have him guard Zion like here get some um he was guarding 
Chris Paul a little bit tonight. So we've kind of just had him all over the place. I did like his interview though, because of course they were like, uh, do you like us? Yes or no? And he was like, yes. So uh, that's, that was pretty much the whole interview. I don't know that you need to listen <laughs> to much more. He was like, everything's been wonderful. And I'm like, great. Do you want to hang out? <laughs> right. Right. Like, I'm really scared to start like picking favorites going into next season. Like Darius yeah. and Lou, like, I can't stop that. That's already been rolling in motion. And like SGA, of course, as well. I like to think that SGA is off the table and I hope I really don't like I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. But um, we don't have to. Outside of like that circle, I can't be making new friends right now. Trust issues. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Thunder had a super slow offensive start. We talked about McDermott. About midway through the first, we did get a little 9 and 0 run. Darius had some back-to-back buckets and a KO three. So that was really like the only highlight of the first. I mean, the second was 82-46 at halftime. Yeah. It tells a story. It was pretty just not watchable. And I tried to hang in there for the third. I think I did finish the third and I started the fourth. And then it, it just, that was it, man. It was not yeah. watchable for me. Um, I know like people are like, oh, we're tanking. It's funny. That's not funny to me. <laughs> like, I don't want to see that. I don't think that does anything for any of the players on the team. Like there's nothing good that comes out of getting your butt kicked like that. Now they did rebound. It wasn't like they had to wait a couple days. Like we got our butts kicked on Saturday and then we played a close one on Sunday. So I guess there's that. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll just do it out of order. You and I didn't do awards for the Pacers game. It just, it was what it was. So let's end with Pacers fashion because the only thing I want to talk about is Darius had a blue Jays hat on. How do you feel? I feel attacked, honestly, <laughs> by Darius and you right now. <laughs> uh, it's the only thing I've really wanted to talk about, except for Coach D saying that this loss was demoralizing. <laughs> well, I can't think of a better word, <laughs> honestly. Um, I noticed Darius's hat straight away. I don't know how I feel because part of me, like, I think the baby J's are incredibly fun to watch mm -hmm. because they've got all the young players, they're doing their thing. Like I look forward to playing them, but then I get sad because I'm like, when do we hit that part of this? Like where we're just young and fun and like not losing by 50. Right. Well, Fashion, maybe he's though. got Blue Jays vibes. Fashion, He's trying though. to make a baby Blue Jay come up. Um, really, for me, it was just Roby. He was in that dusty pink pullover and those light olive green kind of jogger scares pants. Me. Scares me, but he had the spring vibes. He's probably my favorite. Yeah. Um, let's talk about New Friends V because the pants that shorts, they're shorts that he had on were rather wild. And this a loud skin. print, a loud print. I and think I'm I've trying, seen him before on him. I'm trying not to get mad at New Friends V. Did he take? Roby's place I don't know I think maybe a little a little bit he's kind of gotten into that Roby like we're watching you there was a couple of moments in the fourth 
in the Suns game. I was like, he's doing that thing. New friends fees doing that thing again. Um, you and I had also discussed Josh Hall, his look, but I thought it was Lou for like just when they flashed it up on the screen. Yeah, I was like, that's Lou. It took me like 0.1 second to be like, that's not Lou. And then I was just sad. But you said you liked overall the look. It was very clean. But then I was like, Lou's on the bench. It was Lou vibes. You want to know what made me sad about this game? Tell me. Besides everything. I mean, the list could go on. Demoralizing. But I had said that I wanted SGA and Lou just to be together the rest of the season, whether that was on the bench, on the court, whatever. Uh, Like I wanted them to be together. So they were together in this game. But there wasn't even, like, enough good things happening to get any bro moments out of that. Because there was no – there was no – there was just no. So, yeah, we did decide not to do awards. And Isaiah Roby probably had my favorite walk-in look. Uh, Coach D said that we were flush in this one, and I felt like that that was it. Cleanse it out of here, man. (laughs) We can take direction. Like, if we're flushing this one, then we're going to flush it. Um, interesting thing happened to me, in my opinion. Um, we got the SGA update in between games on Saturday and Sunday. And the update was, he's progressing. Progressing or progressing? Progressing. Progressing? Progressing. Progressing. (laughs) Shit, I don't know. Progressing? (laughs) Well, yeah, so that's pretty much the confusion. I don't know that he's not going to (laughs) play. That's as confusing as the tweet was because progressing, progressing, Progressing. the uh, two-week reevaluation has just really come and gone it's like they forgot that we were waiting and we had it like penciled in at two weeks because that's what they said they said they were going to do more scans and such and like in two weeks but then like they just put that on the back burner and then we were like hey what about SGA and they're like who oh (laughs) the guy he's progressing progressing over (laughs) on the bench we're progressing through his progress yeah of plantar fasciitis so yeah that got me down even though I've tried to tell myself this whole time like we're getting an update in two weeks blah 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 like with the timeline of the season what do we have left two weeks right seven games and they haven't even like throughout any kind of update like he's not they're not gonna let him come back I feel what if he got to come back and play in the jazz game dang so this is what I've been like putting together as my ask we play the kings three times who we haven't played him yet once this season and they're not looking very hot so like us playing them three times, I would think we would at least have to win one of those. Law of averages. Right. Like, I'm just trying to be rational here. I feel like playing them three times, we're probably going to get at least one. For that one, can we have, like, Moose, SGA? It can be, like, the last one of the three. I don't care. But if we're going to win one, like, Let's make it flashy. And then you can be like, oh, it got much worse. And he's going to have to sit the rest of the season. Right. Yeah. He just, we shouldn't have put him in. And we pushed him too hard. You know, when you're at a concert and it's multiple bands and there's the part where they usually bring all the bands on stage. I feel like 
if we could get one of those games to kind of like bring all the freaking bands out and like can can moose play a game just one and like for fun realistically i think we're gonna beat the kings once that may be the only other win we get the rest of the season and obviously like we're just going for losses now and it doesn't matter if it's by 50 or three we'll accept all of them so just give me one game they're i mean they're absolutely not gonna do that okay and they're not but you know (laughs) did you think like when sga was listed with an injury we just wouldn't see him the rest of the season no I know. I figured it might be a minute. Or so like I didn't maybe... even know that my last time was my last time. Sometimes that's how they do you in the middle of I the know. night, girl. I know. So then I get that update today and I'm like, this is coming off of what, well, I mean, it was the worst Thunder loss, was it not? There, they were talking about a Spurs loss in like 2018 I don't remember right off the top of my head but it's up it's up there so like that happened and then they're like what update and we're like that is two weeks the SGA update and then we're like oh well yeah he's doing all right (laughs) I guess which ankle was it Josh Hall left right (laughs) I don't know Hard to tell. Yeah. So I also like fully expected that, but then like it happened, and I was like, if you guys could just like surprise me one time, I would take it. Yeah. She just wants a breadcrumb. That's how they get you. Start breadcrumbing you. We're all just hanging on. (laughs) You know. Okay, so I texted you tonight, and I was reading the game preview on ESPN for tonight's Suns-Thunders game, and I should have known. I felt like something was amiss when, in the game preview for tonight's game, they had Al Horford as a top performer for Oklahoma City at 45% (laughs) shooting. And I'm like, do you guys Somebody didn't tell him. (laughs) do you guys not even have to do this anymore? Like, yeah, because I was like, girl, why am I reading that like Lou's out and Poku's out? And then I went to the Suns and it was like, okay, Nate or knee. Like, is this fake news? But yeah, Al Horford, top performer for tonight's game. Well, and then like, after Lou was out and then he was not on the first injury report on Sunday and Poku was, I think, questionable or probable. I was like, okay, so Lou's in. But then you were like, Lou's out. And I was like, well, I can't trust those liars anyway. So maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe they told me he was fine and now he's out. I don't know. I feel like the ESPN writer doesn't even have to do his job anymore because we ate shit so bad the night before i'm sorry it was a homicide we're gonna That's flush it <laughs> i will never we were- be able to flush it though. it will linger forever <laughs> you gotta do like some courtesy flushes girl i can't and there's see skids what on I've the bowl seen. machine gun kelly skits on the bowl it's there, man. Tarnished forever. I'm not going to be able to flush it. Jeez. This was a fun game. Sons of Thunder. Yeah, and it was fun straight away. They came out hot. We better do Sons fashion, though. Let me, let me get in there. I feel like there were quite a quite a few looks um poku he was in sweater weather had like a nice horizontal striped sweater with those olive green joggers fanny pack of course yeah fanny pack my biggest question so 
I think it was the Pelicans game that Ty Jerome had the Mickey Mouse t-shirt on. And then Deck today's got the Mickey Mouse shirt on. And I'm like, did you get that from Ty? What's the deal? That is a good question. Is it the same one? I don't know. It's not the same one. I did. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I mean, I just am bumbling. Does Ty Jerome have like a Mickey Mouse shirt collection? Did Deck like come to like, where did Deck come to Oklahoma City with that shirt? And then Ty Jerome and Deck were like, hey, bro, we got like, I just need to know, did they get him in New Orleans together? I don't know. Is Ty Jerome like me and he's got to wear it out of the store? Well, I would love to know because whenever they did the interview on deck, he was speaking in Spanish. So um, I would like to know how much English he does know. Because just because like he doesn't want to give an interview in English doesn't mean that he doesn't speak some English, you know. So right. I would love to know, but then they won't even give me an update on our guy. So right. Pretty salty. Um, we saw the Ginobili tweet for Deck. I know that's out of order, but he was gassing him up on Twitter. That's fun. If it was probably any other season, I would be in on Deck. Related. Yeah, but I'm like, I just. We got to make it through this draft, and then I guess I'll see how I'm yeah, feeling. Yeah, for sure. As uh, Ty Jerome had the Grateful Dead t-shirt on, lots of, like, trending fashion. I feel like we're shopping together. Lots of Supreme, lots of Essentials, lots of, what's the other one that they always wear? Mickey Mouse, Grateful Dead. The Mickey Mouse, man. Do you want to talk about Lou's denim? I did like, I couldn't really tell if it was more like green or khaki. It was like a dark gray khaki, but then yeah. his shoes were so gray, it kind of offset and made it the denim jacket and jeans look more khaki I know that's a lot of description for khaki what are you wearing khakis khakis <laughs> <laughs> so yeah of course I liked Boo's look and then like he wasn't on the injury report you found that where you were like I think he's out but then like I was seeing him at walk-in and I was just feeling very conflicted, but I did really like his look. If I had to like pick one, I do like like all the casual jeans and graphic tees that we have going on. Yes. Uh, Arius was out here in the yellow. I like that. I don't even like yellow. And that pastel yellow hoodie was so pretty. But as like a look, if I'm picking one, it was Poku. With the sweater? with the sweater I like those green joggers um Roby had those green joggers on I'm like maybe I'm gonna get me a pair of green joggers who knows on my way and um tie-dye sweatshorts and a Mickey Mouse shirt and a Mickey Mouse shirt we'll wear them all together but not a Blue Jays hat we won't No, not a Nationals hat Kenny no. Hustle not a Texas Rangers hat Kenny Hustle not a <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates hat, Kenny Hustle. The birds looked really good against the Pirates today. Sorry, side story. Like Carlos Martinez looked really good. Exciting. Matt Carpenter. The Yankees looked good. looked good, but they were playing Detroit, and Detroit looked very, very not good. You got to take them where you can get them. I know. Yeah, that's true. I think we're back to 500. So, yay. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, you got to take these devs where you can get them. Times are tough out here. Um, 
yeah so super fun chris paul back at oklahoma city i really wish no i'm gonna i'll just say it later you go you're gonna hype me up like that and then i can't i can't do it i i want to do it now but never mind just go you say something so lou and poku (laughs) say literally anything um lou and poku were back so we started teo lou poku bays and moses i did like right from jump darius had the little sidestep around chris paul so we went up early the first was fun we were out here doing thunder things in the first and we were actually up 3327 and i thought it came out pretty hot and it was nice after saturday night um saturday night was worse than the warriors if we need to like put it on a scale exponentially yeah i didn't think it would ever get like that again it's got replaced instead of not like that warriors game now it's going to be like not like that pacers game yeah but yeah he said this was fun he said we're flushing it we can't talk about it anymore i will never flush it you do hold a grudge (laughs) (laughs) i didn't get to see a lot of the first um just a couple highlights and it was nice though because by the time i got sat down in the second ty jerome was nailing a three and there were some hustle things going on and you could just tell it was completely different yeah, and we keep seeing like, oh, well, when Lou plays, it's competitive, but like, right. I just have a hard time kind of not buying into that right now because that is what it is. Like, if we're talking about level of teams, the Suns, I feel pretty confident in just throwing it out there, have a better season than the Pacers so like going from that with the Pacers to being competitive with the Suns I'm just like I don't want to like put all of the stock into that but like I feel like we have to mention it it's just like your mood swings are giving me whiplash Uh but and I know I've said this before but the difference that Lou has not just offensively, but defensively. Mm-hmm. It's very Russell Westbrook vibes his last season. Like, yeah. Game changer. Without yeah. a doubt. The first was fun. Darius started it off. Then Poku had that up and under. Darius hit a mid range shot. Lou started hitting some threes. Um, Ty Jerome came in and It was like with three minutes or so. And I really liked that he came in and he was like, well, actually I'm going to score because you guys traded me. So I'm going to let you know what's good. So he had a strong night and um, Teo made a three in the first that tied the rookie record with Alex Sabrinas. So later in this game, he did pass that. So that was kind of fun. I always really liked Alex Abrinas, though. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Abrinas was fun. He was a friend. We'll put him in the friend circle. For sure. But yeah, in the second, or what did we finish the first at? 3327. Um, 33-27. Pretty even scoring. Lou had eight. Darius had seven. Tydrome, five. Poku, four. Um, I was worried about Poku in this game once they gave his update that he was going to play because it wasn't like, oh, he's in. It said, oh, he's going to give it a go. So when he didn't come back after half, I was not shocked by that. Well, he only played like 10 minutes, right? Yeah. One of the parts that stood out the most in the second for me was when Tony Bradley got the steal on Chris Paul. 
and got it out to Kenny Hustle for three and it was 42-45. And I'm like, no, we're playing the Suns. And it's for this should have been the pay, like the Pacers situation. Right. The Suns which, should have done Saturday night to us. Yeah. Which in the first, when we came out so hot, Devin Booker wasn't doing much, but he did start heating up towards the end of the first. And then it's like when that got going, then the Suns got the lead. I mean, it was 64, 57 Suns at half. And I, I'm fine with that. Like, I think us playing like we did in the first realistically was not going to happen the whole game, Um, but we were keeping it close enough. And then I thought it kind of got away in the third a little bit, but then it's like, as soon as it seemed out of hand, then we went on a little run. And then that run to end the game was ridiculous. Yeah. That was pretty fun. The third, yeah, because I know I mentioned it, to, I got, or I messaged you because I was like, here we go. In the middle of the third, I was definitely noticing that we were losing control, just especially the two minute mark. Right in that like five to two minute mark, things seemed like they were just kind of after that, shooting foul and they called the challenge and the call stood on Teo but how did you feel about Teo and Devin Booker I think I don't know I think Teo had a pretty solid night what did he finish with 18 maybe Mm -hmm. he got the record um but when Devin Booker started scoring that was kind of just it and you know Bobby and I had kind of discussed on Boomtown post game, like, I don't think you can sit here and like think about that too much about Lou's performance tonight, just because we're literally like letting him play a game, making him sit two, letting him play maybe two games, sit one. Like, I just don't think there's any way to get into any type of rhythm. So it's just hard to say. Yeah. But I don't think you can look at this game and, like, be upset. For, like, his box score? Uh, point production. Yeah. I mean. What did he finish with, 10? He's literally the difference, though, between last night and tonight. You can't tell me it's not. It's just happened enough times now where I'm like, I feel like this is significant. I feel like it should be talked about a little bit without like being outrageous, but it just feels like if Lou is in, sure, we're probably not going to win it, but it's not like it was against the pace. The Pacers game. Flush it, man. Flush it. Yeah, so at two minutes and 42 seconds into the third, the Thunder took a timeout. Uh, Deck had a really nice layup at about a minute 30, but then Devin had a three-pointer, so it was 96-82. We did get a speed three at the end of this quarter, ended with a little Roby shooting foul, a little whoopsie. Just a little whoops. Yeah, so it was 98-85, and I was like, okay, so here we go into the fourth and just was ready for Devin and Chris Paul time. Yeah, and I thought we kind of had a slow start to the fourth. Like, I don't really even have any notes until Ty Jerome started scoring. He hit that elbow jumper, and then he hit a long three after that. You don't have um, any notes for the beginning of the fourth? I told you I'm mad at Spee. We got a dunk. <laughs> We're back. Okay. I'm back. mad at new friend Spee. And back. I wish I could change that feeling, but one dunk in the fourth is not going to change that for me I right know, now. because right <laughs> after that, uh, he had a turn over. I mean, the Suns did steal on him, but then like later he stepped out. So... I know this like series of events, but yeah. I'm just saying like, <laughs> I got what I asked for. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I did take note, but. Thank me, you. 
this more tied room. I don't even know why I'm so crabby with speed. Like it, it was probably the turnover situation, but how many games ago was that? Like, I just don't know why I'm not over it yet. It's okay. Yeah. So Ty Jerome, he had the block, he had the jumper, the three, and it put us at 107.94. And then it was Chris Paul time and he had a three and a jumper and the Thunder took a little time out to think about it. Try to not let Chris Paul do what he does so well. Yeah. Um, there was one three that Chris Paul made where like he didn't even know the shot clock was expiring like he was trying to set up a play and then he looked up and noticed and he just threw a three up and it went in and I'm like could you just leave us alone <laughs> it's been rough out here okay mm. and you're out here like doing stuff like that um I do think there was a moment when Darius was guarding Devin Booker in the fourth where he played really good defense on him like Booker ended up giving the ball up so I did think that was noteworthy and after that Darius hit a three which this is like when the fun little run happened because Darius hit that three and it was 119 to 106 Suns so with three minutes like we were still down quite a bit then Teo hit a three so well, and Kenny Hustle got a three at around the four and a half minute mark, and it was 116 103. And I still was like, you know, oh, that's fun. But yeah, like you said, uh, they put Lou in at three minutes, 29 seconds for Ty Jerome. And I was like, oh, okay, we could do Chris Paul things too. Like we can put Lou back in at the end of the game. And yeah, we had the Lou to Darius three, and then Lou had a defensive rebound. You said Teo got that three. Um, and then the Suns had to take a little time out. Yeah, we actually got some things going our way at the end of the fourth. Like Devin Booker mm -hmm. got that offensive foul for kicking his feet out. And then he was throwing a little fit and he got the technical. So Teo went and made the free throw. And that made it 121-117 Suns. And then after that, Kenny Hustle out here applying pressure on Chris Paul. And Chris Paul traveled, which he traveled. was a gift. So yeah. then like there were a couple little gifts. Yeah. Then there was the Lou three that he got fouled on. So I thought we were going to get free throws, but then like, what did they do? Challenge it. Maybe they yeah. took a timeout for sure. Yeah. And um, the Suns challenged it and it was successful. So they said that Lou was not fouled, but then Teo made that three like with no time left, it was like 0.1. So there wasn't even enough time to like catch and shoot, much less get the ball back. But 123, 120 Suns. And this we can live with. Oh, it's so livable. The part at the end of the fourth where we had the base dunk, the Roby dunk, uh, Roby got, I think, got another dunk and he got to the line when it was 121, 16. And I was like, look at us. Look at us now, Pacers. Look Suck at us it, now, Pacers. Dylan McDermott. Sabonis, <laughs> McDermott. There was another so, one that went off too. Oh, I can't think of his name right now. We got to flush it. We got to flush it. Can't talk about it. But yeah, also, I would notable uh, turnovers this game. Bayes and Roby had three. Uh, everybody else was under three. And we had several with no turnovers at all. I mean, I didn't like compare everybody's minutes because I'm trying to like take this son's gift that we have been given. These are competitive games with, that we can live with. It's all we've been asking for. Right. Thanks this so one... much for your cooperation. <laughs> yeah, this one, much easier to take in. And like the weird part was, I don't think you can look at the Thunder box score and be like this person was the captain for the game but right. we had enough people doing enough that it kind of worked out even though we didn't have that one standout performance I think that Bayes and Teo 19 points for Bayes eight uh Teo with 18 
And then we had Kenny and Ty out here with 15 for the bench. I feel like that, yeah, everybody really contributed. I mean, it wasn't like Devin Booker, 32 points. No. He was getting all pissy at the end. It was a good time for me, that little face. Well, do you like him? Yes or no? I do. You do? Like, I do. Do you for like Luca? Yes now. or no? Are you asking me if I like this is stupid. Are you asking me if I like Devin Booker more than I like Luke? No, like I'm just trying to get a going. feel for like where we're at as far as players on other teams. Because I think I, you like to give me crap about Luca because I've been very honest. I do like Luca. So I would just be curious, like, what's your opinion? He's fine. I mean, so it's a no. he's great. <laughs> he shoot a girl when he shoots those threes and my mouth just drops like, Luke is amazing, but I, I don't where, like. Where would you put Devin Booker on like your <laughs> most favorite player from like a different team? Or do you have a different one? I like just, I'm trying to get a feel for how much you like Devin Booker. Like, yeah, he's okay. Or like. I would put him in a top 12 list of different players from different teams. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I heard you. Um, well, because I think I've decided I don't like him, but he is kind of a shit. Yeah, I think he is a shit, and I don't know. He was fun in the bubble, though. I like watching him play point. That's fine. Okay. I'm just trying to get like an easy read, like because I would sit here and be like, "Oh, Luca, top three, easy." So I didn't know if it was like that or like. No. I just needed to know. This is like one of those, what lunch table are you sitting at situations where they've got like all the players at the different tables. And I'm like, hi, I'm a Gemini. I'm obviously stopping at every table. <laughs> I would not stop at every table. I'd make you go. No way, man. So yeah, I was just trying to get a read. Because when I was like, I don't like Devin Booker, you were like, meh. And I'm like, well, that means that you do like Devin Booker. So but I you also no. say it every time, like anytime I'm like anything about Devin, you're like, I don't think I like him. And so, yeah, I'm just like, I know. And then we just carry on right. about our lives. But because like, I'm always like, well, I don't like him. Then like, I can't ever get a read on what you're doing. I would put him in a top 12 list of players from other teams that I like. 12 is very specific. He is a shit. Well, it's not top 10. Oh, okay. That makes me feel a little better. D? C? <laughs> it makes a difference. It's not my top 10. This is like a MySpace friend situation. Like, are you in my top 12? <laughs> okay. Well, let's see. We talked about the terrible nasty on Saturday. The homicide. We talked about the fashion. We talked about how this was a close loss and we'll take it. That yeah. means we have awards for this game. And I feel like you should go first because you, you came in hot to start this section of the recap, but then like you made me sit there for another 30 minutes. So I feel like you get to go first. Well, it's, I mean, Chris Paul, like right. Mr. Thunder, like I literally messaged you and I was like, can we just talk about Chris Paul for an hour? Like, I don't really want to talk about anything else. I'm mostly just like super, super, super bummed that anytime he comes to Oklahoma City this season there hasn't been bands because like we would have been gagging yeah it just sucks it does suck I would like for him to get a ring like I feel like that his service thank you for your service like so I'm who's gonna be shocked by this but I'm having a hard time with the tank <laughs> okay I'm having a hard time because I'm like 
what do you mean? Like, we just play the Clippers and then we go home and like, there's just no more basketball. It's just like, that's just it. You just like play the regular season and then you just go home. Like, I'm just not, not we don't get to see like, who our first round matchup is. Like, <laughs> I'm just a little befuddled. So no, baby, we just before, go home. I'm like, I, we have to leave. Um, so I hadn't even thought about like who I would want to win until you were like, oh, I want the Suns to win for Chris Paul. And I was like, actually, that makes a ton of sense. So I'm on board with that. Whatever you want Luca to win. <laughs> Look at your face. I you just told you I wanted the Suns to win. Okay. But would I be upset if Luca won? Well, I, I would feel like conflicted, obviously, because I do not like Dallas teams. I don't really like Porzingis. Like, I don't know. Um, off topic, because you brought up the Clippers the last game we played. I was watching the Clippers Nuggets game last night. And uh, how come? Because, you know, I haven't gotten to like watch a lot of extra basketball on top of Thunder stuff. So how come the Clippers why did it look like I was watching a Nets game with all the black the black court yeah the uniforms I don't like it I don't like it yeah it's not as bad as Miami's court like that's a hard pass is it like no. that? It's not like that every game, is it's it? It's because it looks exactly like the Nets. Like, it's all the black. Like, I don't want to watch a Clippers-Nets finals. Is that who you would pick? To go? Yeah. I don't know, but I don't want it to happen. What's your prediction? No. Right now. Right now? Like who's gonna play, or that Chris Paul's gonna get a chip in the in the finals? Is it gonna you be? Go. Well, I've already said I want the Suns to win it, so obviously I have to have them in the championship game. So Suns versus Nets, Chris Paul versus Kevin Durant, a big fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean. I don't know. I don't, I have issues you don't with the 76ers. Well, yeah, the 76ers are so that's, to do some shit. That's another team that is a big contender in the East. So mm -hmm. if you're asking me if I think the 76ers are going to get past a healthy Nets team, I'm going to tell you no. Right. Like, we haven't even really seen the Nets healthy. Right. Right. And then there was, like, the honest-Kevin thing today. That, yeah. The honest versus Kevin. Kevin 40 points. Fine. Yeah. So, yeah, if I have to pick somebody from the East, I'd probably pick the Nets. Not because I want that to happen. I would be more okay with it happening now that Blake Griffin's there. But also, like, I still don't want it to happen. Next question. Give your award. <laughs> You're getting so grumpy with me tonight. I just completely <laughs> shut down anytime I see anything about Blake. Like, I, it's like Colton Wong and the Cardinals. Like, I just completely disassociate. Like, I've never watched sports in my life. I feel like you haven't watched any baseball at all. I've watched a little. <laughs> um, this is like just kind of where I'm at because I didn't really have a word sorted for this game. So I'm looking at the box score. And we've talked about Chris Paul's return. You gave him an award. We love him. I miss him. But it was also a return of sorts 
for Ty Jerome. He's playing his old team. So for him to come out and have the solid performance that he did off the bench, he came in and scored immediately. He hit two deep threes in this one. 15 points, 5 of 10 from the field, 3 of 4 from 3. 15 points, 2 rebounds, 5 assists. I think he's put a nice little stretch of games together after we gave him a hard time. So this was also a big game for him. And I'm glad that it was a good one. Yeah. Super well-deserved in that Grateful Dead tea. Bringing grunge to the (laughs) walk-in. Here's your cupcake. Well. Are you giving it to Svee? Well, I was kind of looking at him. But the question for me, if you want to tell me that Moses doesn't match up against a smaller lineup, I can completely understand that. Um, This is a game where I feel like he should have been able to earn more playing time because Aiden is a traditional big. So... Like, this is a game that I feel like Moses should have been able to earn his way out there a little bit more, and he just kind of didn't. Like, we had Bays at the five-some, Roby played, um, and then Tony started checking in. Like, Moses did play in the third again, but for him starting, he only played 14 minutes, two of three from the field, 4.6 rebounds and like I said this is just a matchup where in theory he should be able to play and we still like went a different route you know so Mm -hmm. question marks question marks yeah that's pretty much trending though this entire post all-star and like I think it was super easy for us to see 20 and 20 from Moses and be like he's in it for the long haul because then this is everything we've ever dreamed hoped yeah he is the starting center you know like it looks that we all needed after we lost Steven Adams right but then like things are kind of leveling out and it's kind of been like this for a little bit and even the games where I'm trying to hype him up like Mr. Dunk Master um the performances are not near the same to me so like I'm not saying obviously we know he can do that he did like it's in the box score he did so it is in the realm of things that he can do but I just don't know how often we should expect that, I guess, especially when like he wasn't even playing that much against Aiton tonight. So, right. And I thought Roby was struggling with the matchup some, but for them to still like lean that way, I feel like that's significant. Mm-hmm. Progress. 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 Progressing the progress. Um, you know, it's funny that you like on a scale of uh one two i like giving things like numbers so if you're gonna ask me when i'm ready you like actually just saw a complete breakdown of jesse and i's like entire communication style where she has to back me into a corner (laughs) to tell like get me to make a decision about something so like yeah I will back you down. <laughs> you must tell me right now about Devin Booker because I gave Devin Booker my cupcake award for being such a shit at the end of the game. <laughs> he was being a little shit a little bit. Because I think I remember in some like thunder spiral, like tank trade, this journey we've been on saying that I didn't want to give any more Thunder players cupcakes for the rest of the season because we might not win another game. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to say. Like I told you, I go to the tankathon 
website, right? You got to stop. I do. I go and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm only going to do it once. Cause in real life, like that's all we get. Send me your history. <laughs> Send me <laughs> the history of how many times you've been on take a thought. I'm like, I'm in just going to do it once. 72 hours so then like when I do it just once and it's not like the one in five that I've previously described as like my goal (laughs) then I start thinking about like the chances of us trying to move up in the draft and what that's going to cost us Mm -hmm. and Ever since that first time when I got the one in five, I have not got a one in five again. I've gotten other good things. Like we've gotten second, you know, so we had like second and then the heat pick or whatever. So there's been like other good outcomes, but not any that were quite as flashy as that first time. So uh, that's yeah, how nervous. they get you. I am nervous. Because like what I consider untouchable and what other people consider untouchable, it's like when the heat, yeah, it's like when the heat wouldn't get rid of Tyler Hero for James Mm -hmm. Harden, you know, Mm -hmm. and every other fan base is like, what are you doing? You know? So like, I know it's more because I like them personally. Right. Which is why we're having so much trouble with said tank. Right. Because we're on this day-to-day tip. I'm talking about the shit bowl 2021 Pacers game right now, not Thunder versus Pacers in three seasons. Right. And maybe that's because... I'm not good at planning for the future. I don't know. I don't know what this says about me as a person. Well, obviously, <laughs> like, there's a, a few key factors as to why I don't get to make the decisions. You know, like, right. I would just, like, find players that I like personally, and that's not what is going to build you a good team. I understand right. that. But, um, oh, no doesn't feel good I don't even want to admit it but like I've kind of been counting down the games until it's over which normally I'm like oh there's only blah 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 left like I want more and I kind of have a little white flag and I'm like it's understandable it's it's our first time guys yeah (laughs) and then like I get on Twitter and people are being so positive and I'm like I wish I could get there but we're just at the part of this process where I'm not I'm not I don't want to end the season like I'm not so necessarily well I mean okay let me back this up because there was that Warriors game so I mean like the Kings games the next three Kings games, whatever, one of three, right? And then um, two Warriors games. But the thing that has me really waving the white flag is the Jazz Clippers games at the end of the season. I'm not trying to get fucking annihilated at the end of the season like that. Like, I don't want to see them get done like that. If they already have, like, their playoff spot locked up, like, what's the chances that Kawhi even plays, you know? I mean, Unless, true. like, You're it's right. a have that to load win. management moment. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's, like, a have to win game, which it would just depend on, like, their standings. I mean, do we even see them? I don't think so. And you're right. That's a perspective I hadn't thought about because I'm just like worst case scenario. Like I'm like, God, what fresh hell the end of the season. Not thriving. Not thriving. We made it this far. Yeah. 
freaking thunder up and shit. (laughs) (laughs) If we can just make it, I think, to the draft so then like I can get a better grasp on what we're doing for next season because there are like there is a chance that we go into this draft after this season and don't get what we need right for the future which will put a lot of question marks on next season as well I I don't know how we could tank this hard next season and it not hinder what we have but who's to say you know what their game plan is going to be we're all just uh gonna have to hide and watch yeah it'll be nice after the draft and kind of give you something to focus on (laughs) i need good vibes man need a one and a five (laughs) One in five.